0: Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers
1: podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, Bucks Nation, to today's episode of the Locked On Bucks Podcast. I am your host for today's episode. David Harrison and James Yarko has the episode off. Welcome to all of our returning and our new listeners. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the Locked On Bucks Podcast on your favorite podcast provider rate. And leave a review of the show. From time to time, we will read one of those five star reviews. So please go ahead and drop that in there. We greatly appreciate all of you who do so. Even though James is off for tonight's episode, please go to Twitter, follow him at Jay underscore Bucks. Find me at D Harrison 82. Of course, we are both writers for SB Nation covering your Tampa Bay Buccaneers over at BucksNation.com. Find that on Twitter at Bucks underscore Nation and then find the show at Lockdown Bucks. On today's episode, guys, we're going to recap some news, of course, and we know why you're here. You're here for the second part of our conversation with Tampa Bay Buccaneers Hall of Fame linebacker, the legendary Derek Brooks. And we're going to wrap wrap up today's episode with a call from a member of Bucks Nation. We're talking nightmare scenarios here, guys, so that's how we're going to wrap up the week, unfortunately. Hopefully, it's all going to end in a dream scenario, though, as the Buccaneers continue to get their roster ready for a Super Bowl run Number two, and that's going to lead off our episode today as we talk about the Buccaneers reportedly re-signing defensive tackle Raheem nunez Rochez, According to reporter Adam Kaplan, who tweeted out, Buccaneers are re-signing defensive tackle Raheem nunez Rochez for two years, $5 million worth up to $6.5 million and $2.25 million guaranteed, according to sources. It was reported as the new league year got started on Wednesday that the New England Patriots were actually making a push for the veteran defensive lineman, but when it's all said and done, it looks like Nacho is on his way back to Tampa to fill that ever-critical backup role behind Vita Vea. Stepped up pretty admirably, to be honest with you, during Vita Vea's absence as part of a rotational crew of guys with Steve McClendon and other players, making sure that defensive front was still strong without uh, the presence of big number 50 there in the middle. But, of course, that wasn't the only news of the day as Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver Chris Godwin also signed his franchise tag. So locking in Chris Godwin for the 2021 season, really no big surprise there. We all kind of knew that Chris was going to be the guy that wants a long-term deal, wants that money, wants that security. Of course, just like everybody else does, but was also willing. He went on uh, the record on a couple of interviews during the offseason before legal tampering in the new league year started saying that, you know, if, if the franchise tag is what they were going to do, that he was going to accept it. he was going to play out on that franchise tag and they would readdress the situation next year where hopefully the Buccaneers can pay him without some of the bells and whistles they've had to pay guys this offseason because of the shrinking salary cap. Hopefully things get back to a little bit more sense of normalcy, some more money comes into the league, and the, they're able to expand the salary cap uh, back to a normal size after having to shrink it this offseason. season. For the 2021 Tampa Bay Buccaneers, of course, that means that outside linebacker Shaquille Barrett, inside linebacker Levante David, tight end Tanner Hudson, defensive lineman Jeremiah Ledbetter, Patrick O'Connor, Rakeem Nunez, Rochez, Aaron Stinney, and of course wide receiver Chris Godwin are all on the books for the 2021 season. Some other news involving a Buccaneers player safety, Andrew Adams, on his way out of town unfortunately, signing a new contract with the Philadelphia Eagles, so he will no longer be with the team. He will no longer be in the division. Andrew Adams was was instrumental a couple of years ago to some of the success they had in the back end of the defense. Of course, this year overshadowed a little bit by not only the presence of Mike Edwards, but also the emergence of Antoine Winfield Jr. as a super successful and, and, and impressive rookie. So you can't really blame him for going somewhere where he's going to have the opportunity to find more playing time. Of course, we I think everybody appreciates Andrew Adams for what he did do for the team while he had the opportunity Wish him the best along the way as he continues to move on with his career. Other big name free agents that are still unsigned by the Buccaneers or anybody right now. You have Antonio Brown, of course, still out there. Leonard Fournette reportedly still, I don't know, balancing offers uh, between teams like the Buccaneers and the Seattle Seahawks. And then, of course, Rob Gronkowski, who is coming back, of course, according to all reports, but uh, hasn't officially signed Quote unquote. So, as of right now, not officially on the books, but definitely coming back. So, good news coming out of all of those guys. And Dominic and Sue, another name that you hope to see uh, inking a deal here soon in the near future. And that's going to wrap up our news segment here for today's episode. And we're going to get you into segment two. For the remainder of our conversation with Derek Brooks, we know uh, that you guys are, are excited to hear that, and we are excited for you to hear it. Of course, this episode, this show, brought to you in part by BetOnline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Because the NFL games may be over, but the NBA is playing, college basketball is in March Madness, hockey is going on, and Major League Baseball it is just spinning up. BetOnline.ag even has you covered for awards, TV shows, and reality TV, though. So if if other sports aren't really your thing, you can still get some betting action. If you crave it, they have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Head over to betonline.ag using your computer or your mobile device. Sign up for a free account today. Look around. See if anything piques your interest. If it does make your first deposit, use the promo code Locked On when you do, and you will get a free 50% welcome bonus on top of that first deposit. That's free cash for you to play with at betonline.ag. Again, that's promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. The rest of our conversation with Derek Brooks coming up here segment two of the Locked On Bucks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of your local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get podcasts. Without further ado, guys, I'm David Harrison. James Yarko is off for today's episode. Find him on Twitter at bucks. Find me at dharrison82. Here now, the rest of our conversation with Tampa Bay Buccaneers Hall of Fame linebacker, Derek Brooks. Talk about looking forward as the new league year gets underway officially. Just about an hour and a half ago as we're talking right now, uh, we've seen Tampa Bay make a really strong and impressive really effort to keep their Super Bowl roster intact uh, as you see, all these guys taking team-friendly deals to help keep the group together and having been a part of a very special championship Buccaneers squad yourself, do you see something in this version of the Buccaneers roster that gives you confidence they be- they can become the rare back-to-back champion?
0: Well, I think you know it really starts with you know the quarterback because he's been there and done that, and I think uh, that's one of the one things that I learned uh, that I have really played forward from the rest of my career after we won the Super Bowl is we brought back or, you know, had, you know, our top 30 guys back, but we never turned the page to realize we were a different team. Yes. We had the same body, same mind, but we didn't have the the, the necessary attitude to turn the page and realize just because we all are back together, things have got to be different. We got to adapt. We have to change. And we didn't learn that until later in the season when You know, we were fighting just to make the playoffs and we came one game short. Well, I think now they have that experience in the locker room of a couple players starting with Tom that can talk to that because they've earned that collateral. So, yes, they're bringing everybody back, but they have to understand just because everybody's back, including the staff, they're not going to be the same team. And they got to operate as the team of 2021, not the team of 2020. That would be my advice to them.
1: Four years ago, I had the honor of speaking with you for an article that I was doing, and I asked you about the linebacker duo of Levante David and Quan Alexander and how special you thought they were at the time. You were anxious to see them grow, and you said they made a heck of a combination. You fast forward, and we see Levante is still here, and he's teaming up with Devin White. What's been your takeaway from Devin himself through his first two NFL seasons, and the chemistry between he and Levante?
0: I think the chemistry uh, has grown. I think Devin has learned more about himself and an appreciation for the position uh, for time that he's missed. Uh, Obviously, he's an impact player. When he's on the field, he's making plays. Uh, And I think Levante has grown in his maturity in allowing the leadership torch to be passed in terms of the defense to Devin. And that, that's a beautiful thing. To, uh, guys, I, I tell you, I was part of that when Hardy Nickerson di- you know, did it in my era. And I was the young guy coming up being the leader. So to see that transformation happening and winning while you're doing it uh, is extremely special. But uh, I felt back then at Quan, and again, I think if he hadn't got to hurt, you, you probably would not see Devin here. But the fact that Devin is here and uh, he's making an impact at such uh, early part of his career. I think it's critical too. So uh, again, Levante is going to continue to help them grow, and I think the the more better Devin gets, the more better you'll see Levante get as well.
1: And then Derek, I remember seeing you back at Rondé Barber's Ring of Honor press conference, and I and I watched you and Warren Sapp. You know, uh, on this on the side wall, they're enjoying all the festivities and the excitement. Uh, but then, as as the as the press conference went on, and the video was played, and Rondé was sharing some of his memories, I could kind of see you reliving some of those moments there with Warren, and kind of going back through there. Uh, you know, you guys had your storied careers, obviously, and, and now, you know, three of, of four of the five of you that should be in the in the Hall of Fame are, are getting in there and, and maybe hopefully more to follow. But when you look at the career starts of guys like Devin Whites and the Sean Murphy buntings of this Buccaneers team, you already kind of gave your advice to this squad for for facing the new year, trying to become champions again. But what would you say to those young guys who are getting a taste of postseason success early on as they move into maybe the next decade of their career as far as how to stay hungry and dedicated to the to the profession?
0: All right. Yeah. The thing that they have is an experienced staff there that, you know, they don't, (laughs) I'm going to say they don't need, but, you know, Derek Brooks is not needed in terms of what educating them on what they need to do. It's a matter of coming to work and falling in love with the grind on a daily basis. And these young men understand that. And you you don't want them to, to grow up faster than they need to. That's the part about this game, man. You got to sit back and appreciate the small moments in doing that. And that's how the good transform the great because they understand it. So I don't want to, you know, get into, you know, comparing these young guys to, you know, to Hall of Famers. I just want to compare them to from one day to the next and continue to grow and get better. That is how they turned the page in 2020, you know, from 2019. So continue to do that. And I think, again, uh, the individual successes in this team game will take care of themselves.
1: Derek, thank you so much for some of your time. For everybody, where can they go to find out more information about the Ford Proud to Honor Hall of Heroes and more people like retired U.S. Army Special Forces Master Sergeant Steve Gruel?
0: Uh, they can go to this web address, FordProudToHonor.com. That's FordProudToHonor.com. Uh, and as always, you can always check, you know, the Pro Football Hall of Fame website as well, and it'll give you a link uh, to it as well. So, again, thank you guys for your time, and look forward to chatting with you again in the near future.
1: Thank you, Derek. Absolutely. Thank you, Derek. All right, guys, again, that was legendary Tampa Bay Buccaneers linebacker, Hall of Famer, Derek Brooks, joining us here at the Locked on Bucks podcast, courtesy of BucksNation.com and our connection with Ford as they celebrate their uh proud to honor Hall of Heroes, uh, the second uh person inducted into that prestigious group. And then guys, of course, some other news coming down during the end of the week here. Uh kicker Ryan Suckup coming back for 2021 and, and beyond. It's a, th- a three-year deal uh being reported by several people, including Tom Pelisero of NFL Network, and then of course Rick Strada, of Tampa Bay Time. Uh, reporting on this deal worth $12 million, $6.25 million of it guaranteed, and he'll get $8.25 million of that in the first three years, and or first two years rather, sorry, and then Gil Garcia of com, our fearless leader over there, writing it up for the website, uh, talking about suck-up going 28-for-31 on field goals, being perfect in the postseason, 13-for-13, 13 13, really the only game he had that you could say was rough was that Detroit game, and the Buccaneers offense put up so many points Uh, against that defense there that it really didn't matter and I think for most fan bases for most franchises re-signing a kicker is probably it's like marginal news you know what I mean you don't really want to dedicate a whole lot of time to it but I think when you're a fan of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or you're the Buccaneers franchise themselves uh, this situation is is a godsend because you look at it I mean, Ryan Suckup's season, he made 28 field goals. That ties for the third most made field goals uh, in this franchise's history. And the first two names on that list are Matt Bryant. Uh, in his Back in his 2008 season, made 32 field goals. And then Martin Gramatica also made 32 field goals in the 2002 season. So tied for that lead there. And then you have Ryan Suckup, Martin again, followed by Connor Barth, and then Matt Bryant again. So, I mean, really kind of rare, rare company for Ryan Suckup to be in after his first season with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then his 90.3% made field goal percentage is the second best among kickers that attempted at least 28 field goals. Connor Barth back in 2011 made 92.9% of his 28 field goal attempts. Uh, Ryan Suckup, meanwhile, making 28 of his 31 and then making 52 of his 57 uh, extra points is, is just absolutely amazing. The uh, easily the most uh, extra points made in a season by a Tampa Bay Buccaneers kicker in franchise history, surpassing Matt Gay, who did it uh, the year prior, twenty nineteen, by nine extra points made. So Ryan Suckup certainly exercising some Tampa Bay Buccaneers kicker curses, uh, demons out there, and and kind of showing this fan base that yes. The Buccaneers can't have a successful kicker again. They can't have a successful kicking game to rely on. And I think that, I speak for everybody, that you know the nerves you usually have when you see a Buccaneers kicker run out on the field kind of went away. And then, like, like the article said, like Gil uh, mentioned, 13 for 13 in the postseason on their way to the Super Bowl championship. So good to see Ryan coming back. Again, a three-year deal for the kicker. So a lot of transactions happening. Not a lot of new faces, you know what I mean? That so far, the, the Buccaneers haven't really brought in anybody new. Oh, but they also haven't lost anybody just yet. I mean, the, the, the odds uh, outside of Andrew Adams, the odds of them retaining everybody were slim when it started. But, man, I mean, they've I've seen a lot of you on social media talking about it, too. They've done a really good job in keeping almost the entire band together, just a couple more names and really one of the biggest ones being Dominican Sioux and then see what happens with Leonard Fournette and Antonio Brown. So uh, more news to follow, I'm sure, as as we get into the weekend. You know, there's really no weekend for the Buccaneers and for the NFL, so news could come down Friday night. You know, it could come down Thursday night after I get done recording this episode or it could come down Saturday or Sunday. So, of course, we'll keep coming back at you uh, five days a week here at the Locked on Bucks podcast to talk about all of that. Speaking of talking, we're going to continue doing that. We've got a voicemail from a Bucks Nation member for segment three. But before we get to segment three, we've got to tell you about Built Bar madness. And of course, if you've been listening to the show for any period of time, you already know about Built Bars. You know how much James and I enjoy Built Bars because we've been telling you about them. They are the best tasting protein bar on the market and they have been been the best protein bar on the market for a while now. They're amazing, low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting, and they're covered in 100% chocolate right now going on over at builtbar.com or at bar underscore built on twitter it is built bar madness you can go to either of those locations vote for your favorite flavors and find out which protein bar is going to be the top protein bar of them all remember while you're at builtbar.com use a promo code locked 15 and you'll get 15 percent off your next order that's locked 15 to get 15 percent off your next order of the best protein bars you'll ever taste at builtbar.com check back to see who won today's matchup and which bar will become the best tasting protein bar of them all. Segment three of the Locked On Bucks podcast coming up. Back now to wrap up today's episode of the Locked On Bucks podcast, and wrap up the week. David Harrison going solo here. You can find me on Twitter at dharrison82. Find my partner, James Yarko, at jyarko underscore bucks. After you're done listening to this show, please check out Locked On NFL on Friday as they're coming at you with plenty of NFL news, reactions, and analysis. To wrap up your week, again, that's Locked On NFL. Find that anywhere you find your podcast. Let's get into this voicemail. Let's hear from a member of Bucks Nation.
2: Hey, good morning, boys. Uh, always a pleasure to drop by. Um, there's Manny from Antmore. Hey, man, um, you know, I was thinking uh, this, this is actually a, a pretty night, bad nightmare how last night. So last night I dreamed that we were on a roll again next year. And uh, Brady got hurt, actually. Um, and I woke up kind of startled. I was like, great, so who's going to throw the ball? And, uh, you know, we you guys talk about a lot of stuff, a lot of scenarios, and I love it. Um, you know, not only do I get to uh, educate myself with the information you guys provide, but also you know, I'm a fan. I'm a real fan. I'm a Buccaneers fan to the bone, and I love this team, and I, I loved it when we sucked, and I love it now more than ever. Um, my question is, what do you guys think about, you know, all these trades and all these things that are happening? Um, you know, Gabbard is on the list of free agents. I'm not sure that, you know, somebody is waking up saying, we need this guy in our roster, but... I mean, is Gabbard the guy to take us there if Brady, God forbid, something happens to the GOAT and, and we're not able to, you know, he's not able to play? Or, um, you know, what, what do you guys think? I'm just, again, I just had this nightmare last night and I woke up kind of freaking out like, oh, Lord, what's going to happen now? Um, You know, he, he to match his experience, and I, I mean, I don't have to explain it. I mean, he's just not replaceable. Um so I was just wondering what your thoughts were on us getting, you know, Gabbard back or I mean, is he the guy to really back up Tom Brady or do we wanna go searching for somebody um, you know, I know that we need a running back and all these other things depending on what happened to to Lenny, but again I'm just I'm just curious, It was just a thought and uh, really a nightmare and, and I'm I'm hoping you guys can make me feel a little bit better. Uh God bless you guys. Thank you for everything you guys do. Go Bucks. Fire the cannons, baby.
1: Manny appreciate the phone call brother and listen uh I don't blame you for waking waking up a little bit shaking up after that nightmare and here's what I think you should do You should go through the list of things that you ate and drank uh the night the day before you went to bed that day and and had that nightmare and start kind of going one by one and testing them to see which food or beverage that you consumed led to that nightmare and then maybe cut that out from your diet you know what I mean um I don't know if I'm going to make you feel a whole lot better here, brother, but I'm going to do my best to answer your question as honestly as I can. And here's what I'm going to tell you. Like many, many NFL teams uh, before in the, in the past, and then many, many in the present, and then many more to come in the future, if this team's starting quarterback goes out, this team's Super Bowl chances almost kind of completely disappear with him. And I say almost, So, so before anybody wants to throw an egg at me, Bear with me here, just for just a second. So first and foremost, Tom Brady, right? It's it's so much more than just him being a quarterback, and I think that's something that uh, we we've kind of heard about from a from a distance as he's played from the New England Patriots, and we've heard teammates talk about it, and media media members kind of glow about it. But being an outsider, I think that a lot of us have always kind of scoffed about. It. Like you know, he's he's Tom Brady, he's a dude. He puts on his pants, you know, one leg at a time, just like the rest of us do. You know, there are leaders around the NFL. Uh, you know just how important can it be but you really saw the difference in this team and again we kind of talked about during the season in the postseason and even so far in this offseason the impact that he made not just on the offense but also on the defense I mean there's defensive players and I don't want to take anything away from the Devin Whites the Levante Davids you know the captains and the JPPs the veterans and all that stuff but even defensive players would come out and say that Tom Brady really kind of changed the mentality in the locker room and and trying to change the approach to the work ethic and not that they weren't working and Studying and, and practicing hard before, but he just kind of took it to a whole new level. And some people just have that. It's, it's the Pied Piper effect, you know what I mean? Some people just kind of have that, whether it's somebody he's cultivated or he just kind of always had and was just waiting for the opportunity to unlock. It, it is what it is. So when you lose a leader like that to an injury, it's devastating, you know what I mean? And I kind of go back to when Quan Alexander tore his ACL. I mean, uh, this team wasn't anywhere near as established as they are now. And, you know, they had a lot of young talent kind of building around and you kind of saw that there was something kind of moving forward uh with that roster it just wasn't quite getting there and when Quan alexander tore his acl i mean that really kind of took the life out of a lot of people and a lot of fans and a lot of the the team members and and you know i mean you could kind of feel that impact of losing uh that player you know what i mean Tom Brady. If Tom Brady were to go down, and I'm going to knock on wood here, as I say that, uh, that would be that type of a deflating experience. And I'm not trying to be funny by saying deflating, but it is what it is. Um, times I don't know ten times a hundred, maybe you know, like that would be a very real moment. And whoever the backup is, whether is Blaine Gabbert or anybody else, is going to have a really hard time. So. I'm going to kind of go a different direction, but then we're going to come back to the quarterback position. So the direction I'm going to go with this right now is the defense, and that's why I say almost, right? For many, many quarter NFL teams, like you look at the Dallas Cowboys, when they lost Dak Prescott to the New York, against the New York Giants to that ankle injury, it was over. Like it's, it's, it's draft season. You know, start looking at your future free agents, start seeing what kind of money you're going to have, all of those things, right? It's over. It's, you can just you stick a fork in them, they're done, right? And that's a, that's a lot of teams across the National Football League. So that's really not even a dig, you know what I mean, at the Dallas Cowboys. That's just it's just kind of what it is, you know. Um, but the Dallas Cowboys don't have a defense like this one does. And that's one of the knocks to, you know, Brady detractors is, well, you know, he's had, you know, top 10, top 15 defenses every year he's won a Super Bowl. And somehow that's his fault, you know what I mean. Um, this year, the, the 2020 Tampa Bay Buccaneers this past season had the eighth best scoring defense in the national football league and they averaged uh, they allowed an average 22.2 points per game that's for the team that's named specifically defense So you're talking about turnovers and all that all that stuff you know pick sixes even though there weren't as many they they still kind of count towards that total but here's the thing when you go through the tampa bay buccaneers schedule and you sort their their results by points right and you go to that 22 mark the 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 games that they got under 22 points Of the 20 games the Tampa Bay Buccaneers played in the 2020 NFL season, 16 regular season, four postseason, of those 20 games, the Buccaneers only allowed opponents to score 30 points or more three times. 17 times this season, 17 times in 2020, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as a team, as a defense, all of that, kept their opponent under 30 points. And that's really kind of what it is. Like you need to score. Like everybody kind of knows you have to score at least 20, 21 points, to have a fighting chance to win right but if you keep your opponent under 30 points your team is going to have a chance if you score more than 30 points you are going to have a chance and when you look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense they scored more they scored fewer than 30 points rather just eight times of of those 20 games you know what I mean so 12 times they scored at least 30 points and then 17 times they kept their opponent under 30 points so it's not just about the averages it's about how you get to those averages and then I mean really that New Orleans Saints game where they only scored three and the Saints scored 38 I mean that entire thing from the coin flip on was an anomaly so you kind of scrap that entire game now you're talking about uh, 16 out of 19 games and you know all and so on and so forth so the defense really got stronger as they got on into the season and they faced tougher units. It didn't always look like that because you're facing better offenses. So this defense coming back, they've already got 10 of the 11 starters returning for 2021. If they get that last starter back, it's going to make this even even more likely that this team can do something, even if they lose Tom Brady. Because here's what I'll say. For backup quarterbacks, uh, our friends over at Pro Football Network, you know, shout out to – to their staff. They wrote an article on Friday, published on Thursday rather, and here are the top remaining free agent quarterbacks in 2021. I don't think the Buccaneers are trading for a backup quarterback. So here's the top remaining free agents. This is the top 10. Nick Mullins, Brian Hoyer, Alex Smith, Joe Flacco, Chase Daniel, Robert Griffin III, CJ Beathard, Blaine Gabbert, Colt McCoy, Matt Barkley. You're not winning a, a Super Bowl because of any of those quarterbacks. You could win with them, maybe even in spite of them but you're not winning because of any of them. So no matter who who your backup quarterback is, whether it's one of those guys, whether it's Ryan Griffin, whether it's a draft pick to be determined, if you lose Tom Brady, your chances of winning the Super Bowl go down significantly, but they don't disappear for this team because you still have those offensive weapons and you have that defense that is coming back. At least 10 of 11 of those starters are coming back, hopefully 11, hopefully they get Sue wrapped up. Uh, We'll have to see how that goes. But great question from you, Manny. Appreciate it. That's going to wrap up today's episode, guys. That's going to wrap up this week here at the Locked On Bucks podcast. Appreciate all of you. James and I will be back for another episode on Monday. We're going to share your answers for our question of the week. We're going to give our answers. Until then, follow me on Twitter at harrison 82 Follow James at JRCo underscore Bucks. Follow the show at Locked On Bucks. And then find everything we're writing about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at BucksNation.com. On Twitter at Bucks underscore Nation. If you're out and about there, guys, this weekend, please be safe. Be kind to one another wash your hands. Thank you so much for joining me right here at Lockdown.